Thanks for joining us for the Changing the Industry podcast, where we try to effectuate change for the better, one conversation at a time. Part of that change is providing help for those that need it. This is why we've partnered with the Institute for Automotive Business Excellence. Whether it's help with sales, operations, or just getting your numbers in order, these folks are some of the very best in the industry. And for our listeners, they'll sit down with you and go over your strengths, your weaknesses, and the opportunities that are in front of you. They'll create a customized plan for how to move forward absolutely free. That's right, free. And if your plan includes one-on-one coaching, they can also help you with that. There's no hard sales pitch, no obligation, just honest help from honest people. So if that's something that you think could benefit you, make sure you click on the link in the show notes. And now, on to the show. Keep my nose on it. There you the, go. That is a good way to do it. Spread the COVID. Yeah. Spread the, the COVID. Fucking Scott Palaka. <laughs> <laughs> earmuffs, kids. Earmuffs. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. I, hang on. Where's it at? It's in here somewhere. I swear. Um, no, that's not it. No, we don't want that one. No, that won't work either. This one. <laughs> yep. You can't hear it. <laughs> you can hear it. I heard it. What the beep? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Scott Palava has COVID. Oh, yeah. So he's here, by the way. I was like, I, I swear, <laughs> I saw him. I, I think every, yeah. everybody just avoids it's Scott Palava anyway, so it's not giving. a problem. The COVID, yeah. It's the new variant. Do you know what mutated? No, I can't. Would you guess? Take a guess. What mutated? It's the exact same virus. One very small aspect of it mutated. What? The spike protein. Do you know how the vaccines work? <laughs> if, I'm not going to continue. I don't want to get banned. We do try to put these on YouTube. YouTube's you, getting crazy. They are they are cracking down. You ever seen? They're not just cracking hat. down on the coof. They're cracking down on anybody talking about anything medical that does not conform with like very set standards. Like, hey, you have to conform with this organization. And if you don't, you guys are going to get demonetized. Uh, uh, Eric Berg, Dr. Eric Berg, he's a, he's a chiropractor. A doctor. <laughs> don't make all the chiropractors mad maybe we have card no, no he's a chiropractor that listens anyway so he's a he's a chiropractor but he does a lot of uh, hang on hang on, hang on. I've, I've, one. No, 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 no. I've got a very important question i need to ask first yeah did did tsa say anything about the tenfold hat that you put in your luggage <laughs> dr berg got demonetized on a, a bunch of his videos, he had the number one video on YouTube about keto, the keto diet. Mm-hmm. The number one video. You're talking millions upon millions upon millions of videos. He's got the number one video, and that video got demonetized. And the reason is that a lot of his content does not conform with the set standards that YouTube has said are the definitive answers on their truth. Yeah, He's on the, medicine and health and. He's the dude with the diarrhea thing. Does he have a diarrhea thing? Yeah. It turns huh? out that that his strategy is if you get the stomach bug or if you get diarrhea, that if you eat a lot of probiotics, 
that it will fix it. And I don't know, like, oh, it turns out it works. And like, have you tested on this? Oh, yeah. Like we give our kids probiotics if they get sick and they feel better substantially faster. And and so conventional medicine says, no, it doesn't work. There's no evidence that says that this works. The The truth of it is, is like we give our kids that and like the stomach bug is dramatically I think you shorter. need to talk to your doctor and conform to H, or WHO standards because otherwise this, this, we won't make our, our $3 on this video. <laughs> Man, I don't know how we're going to eat. Split the double cheeker cheeseburger between the two of us. Cheerburger. I was going to say, I just went to Mexico. And <laughs> well, I hold on, hold on. we got to introduce our guests. <laughs> Guest, introduce yourselves. <laughs> Go ahead, Kyle. My name is Kyle Buss. I'm the shop foreman at Garage Works in Inglewood, Colorado. We're in an off-road shop in uh, in the town, and we do a lot of Jeeps and Mopar. Yeah, I, I drove by it the other day. I am... Um, Oh, hold on. We have two guests. You must have seen the. Jeez. You must have seen how terrible it looked. The, from the, the lack of signage. and No, I was just sad. I was just going to. I feel bad that you guys have sad. to work on Jeeps, junkiest vehicles <laughs> on the road. It's trying? job security. <laughs> it's job security. Uh, my name, name. It's on my name tag. <laughs> my name is Matt Bradder, um, owner of Garage Works, employer of Kyle. That's not cool. only me, huh? a couple others. So you're like, work. you're the owner. And then the person that runs the place, you took them with you <laughs> yeah. and then didn't close the shop. That's right. Nope. Shop's open. So you it did. has not did yet y'all burned not, down. Like you didn't, you didn't see the fire trucks racing that direction uh, here a few minutes ago. No, nope. I, I doubt it wouldn't, it wouldn't catch on fire. Somebody might get crushed by, what was that crazy have, story that dude said? Yeah. Extinguishers are working pretty well. Are they, are they certified? Actually, that's they that's my tagged. second job title is firefighter. Uh, that's right. In Put the, the fires that I've worked with and for him, um, <laughs> had plenty of fires. <laughs> Our first, <laughs> the first place we worked together. Um, I don't know. I should be telling the story because I think he's a listener too. Just, um, just, just don't talk about the place. Yeah, yeah good. But yeah, uh, we were having a conversation, much like the one we're having now. And ten minutes prior, he had been welding in the corner, and I'm looking behind it. I'm like, wow, there's a fire over there. That's weird. <laughs> and then like it, it dawned on me what was actually going on and i was like fire 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 and i we all started running into each other and then they were fighting over fire fighting extinguishers. over the fire extinguisher <laughs> someone should just use it don't yeah. fight over them just right. use them well so like every fire we've ever had is like you know, the the very first one literal okay. fire or we're, we're not going to share this with paul danner okay we're going to keep this to ourselves <laughs> paul shouldn't hear this part but um, the very first one was a can of brake cleaner looking for a vacuum leak. And instead <laughs> of a vacuum leak, I found a spark leak. And the problem was it was after the whole can of brake cleaner that I yeah. found the spark leak. Yeah. And so my entire staff runs outside. And I'm like, they ran past fire extinguishers to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're letting this thing burn. That's a well-trained staff. No. They, yeah. uh, Self-preservation. I, yeah. 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 Above keeping the shop afloat. Um <laughs> Yeah, I did the same thing, but I wasn't looking for a vacuum leak. I was trying to clean off oil that I just spilled all over the car, and the car was, uh, I sprayed all the, everything with brake cleaner, just tons and tons of brake cleaner, cleaning the oil off. Then I started it, there was a spark leak, and then just, <laughs> it's pretty intense. <laughs> huh? like, uh, 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 what should I do? You sound very accidental. Yeah. I, I think David probably, Probably was no. At the time, I wanted to be a shop owner. <laughs> Stupid. I know now. Just let it burn. Let it go. It's fine. 
I'm well insured. I'm gonna Lucas and I have been telling you about Parts Tech for a while now and how it gives you access to unlimited parts and tire vendors and direct integration with over 35 shop management systems. And now they've just launched a new referral program. All you have to do is open your Parts Tech account, go to my shop, and click on the rewards tab. There you'll find your referral URL, which you can share via email, text message, or on your social media. If your referral signs up for a new account and places five orders in the first 30 days, Parts Tech will send you a $100 gift card. That's it. Nothing else is needed. Your referrals can get you $100 just for using Parts Tech, which, by the way, is absolutely free to get started with. So if you're using Parts Tech already, start sharing that referral link. And if you haven't signed up for Parts Tech yet, what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the description or go to partstech.com forward slash podcast. That's partstech.com forward slash podcast. Hey, one more thing. If you find out that your shop management system doesn't integrate with Parts Tech, it's time to upgrade. David and I use what we believe to be the very best system on the market, shopware. With unmatched features like Parts GP Optimizer and DVX, which is their digital vehicle experience, Shopware really is way more than just a shop management software. With it, you'll be able to create an immersive and interactive experience for your client, setting you apart from everyone else using run-of-the-mill software. Are you ready to upgrade? Click the link in the show notes to get started. Let me give you a piece of advice. Fire extinguishers, if you expect them to work when you pick them up and use them, you have to tap them on the floor every so often. If you do not do that, the stuff inside becomes packed. So we have to have ours checked Tap. once a year. Oh, it does not matter. Oh, it really? does not matter. I, I picked one up that he had checked maybe two weeks before, and it did not work. Hmm. He's like, oh, sorry. I'm like, oh, sorry. That's um, that's the universe telling you something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that fire extinguisher is not going to save you, but I let this thing burn to the ground. Yeah. Not yours place. Your place is nice. It's very pretty. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. What about your place? It's um, It was built in 1929. Was added on to several times. We find signs and things. The wiring hadn't been upgraded. The code people told me that. <laughs> <laughs> Tens of thousands of dollars later. Yep. <sighs> how the, did how did that feel to you? It was it was like a gut punch. It was awful. I was days away from going completely bankrupt. Like. As in, I ran out of cars. I didn't have any money, but I like, at least I had work. That was money. And I thought I was a couple days away from no work and no money. I'm done. Just a couple days. Like that close. You know what I was doing? I was, I was emailing vendors and asking them to, can you float me a month? I I don't know if you know this. You know who floated me a month? Shopware. They're good people. What trash SMS are you guys using? Uh, tech metric. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Hit the button. Have you have you ever heard of that? Thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they floated me a month. It, it, you know, for freezies. Hey, I I just look. Do you know who else floated me? A month? I, well, well, I hey, text me. This is important. I, I don't want to change the, the CEO subject. But of this the company is emails me back and he goes, "I got you, bro, David." And he floated me a month. I was like, I was that hard up. That was, I was emailing companies asking them to float me. Could you do me a huge favor? What's that? 
Could you t- stop tapping on stuff? I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Did you hear it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, loud. Yeah. It's all get out. <laughs> like, it's deafening this is, us. This is why we, uh, this is why we wear headphones. Do you need fidget toys? I've got fidget toys. <laughs> so I table there's a table out there. Yeah. Whole table. Is there? Yeah, there's fidget spinners out there. I can't do the, the fidget spinners are just kind of boring. I like the squeezy toys. Oh, they got ATI squeezy toys out there with no squeakers. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. like just okay. I Not busted one toy. though. I the stuff fell out. Found one in the shop the other day. It's my new toy. It's a tennis ball. I go around bouncing around, and I I told him I was like, if I come out in the shop and I find someone not doing something, if I hit you, <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> you're out. See, I need a one him. Could just come fire okay. people left and right. <laughs> I, I've offered you. Yeah. No. What you don't trust my firing skills? No, that's that's fine. But you know, they, they won't take you seriously. Like, ah, hey, get out of here, Lucas. <laughs> oh, they take me seriously. I, I can, I can make them take me seriously. You're gonna whip out the eviction finger. That's exactly right. <laughs> Gone. Give them an eviction sticker too. You didn't give Matt stickers. I've got a sticker somewhere. I didn't get one. Uh-huh. Kyle didn't get one. See, I, this is actually your fault, David. We'll find it. I did get to hear the You're story. You're the sticker though. guy. It's in here somewhere. Yeah. Amongst many, many. People. He hands out stickers oh. like bumper, like uh, business gone. cards. Maybe it's gone. Have a sticker. Something about Matt. He's uh, he's pretty good at firing customers. Stickers? It's like one of my favorite things about him. Customers are fine. Yeah. I have a yeah, harder he's, time he's, with employees. That We do too. We actually had a hard time letting yeah letting i want to hear about this story man i usually let them fire themselves it turns out that didn't work sometimes so good this they don't time. leave well they don't what yeah, if they don't they, then i guess you just you have to you have to yeah the problem with him and i is we're like really sympathetic people and we really want to create an environment that is full of people we want to be around and there could be like one personality trait that we were really drawn to in someone you hang on to that one yeah. piece and you're like well hey today so we'll come in in the morning and we're we're pissed, right? Yeah. Ready to do the deal. Ready, we're going to, okay, it, today's the day. Yeah. He's late, an hour late. He's had enough time to stew on it yeah. overnight. It's going to happen today. And then he comes in and it's like full tilt all day. Yeah. Oh, buddy. I've and been like, there. Man, they know. They know. They, know. they knew what they were doing, right? But yeah. in, and you're like, okay, well, maybe, maybe he's seeing something. Yeah. So and I, then the I, next day it's the same thing again. And so I you, did the exact you just, same You got to write the letter. At 8 a.m. Yeah. And you got to call HR and you got to cancel. You get the last check right then. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just going to name the person that David needs to fire. So by the time the episode comes out, if he's not firing him, it's going to be like. <laughs> what are you doing to me? I'm forcing your hand. You've been talking about it for six months. <laughs> Freaking weeks. Guess we're lucky. We six won't months? Go, no. We'll go live now. Yeah. Maybe we're six fine. months. Right. Yeah, this will come out in January of 2024. <laughs> <laughs> We'll forget we had done it. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I, you know, I, I remember the same thing, and I remember the, that, like, recognizing what was happening, the patterns. Yeah, and yep. and knowing that knowing that it was not healthy and that it was not working, but was not taking action because every single time I was right there on the verge, I was ready to do it. Boys, they'd change. It'd have a completely different attitude the next yep. day. When you want to be, it's a, that same hero syndrome, right? Yeah, that same thing with the business side, it's yep. that, well, I want to be the guy that can help this guy figure it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, there's some of that yep. there too. And you're like, I when can they're fix. young, I can fix him. I can turn him into the person I was, but now am. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's part of it too. Is like yeah. when I was a young technician, 
and you know first in the automotive industry because you're so old now yeah i'm not that 22 i'm i'm 30 but when i was 21 22 and a half yeah did i get to that (laughs) (laughs) but when i was at that age where you're first starting out you're a loop tech or an apprentice you know you don't exactly take it seriously yeah and I probably did a lot of dumb things, but at the end of the day, I always was really excited to come to work. And, you know, you hope that you can inspire someone who is younger, new to the automotive industry. You hope you can inspire them to want to do what you do. Right. Right. This TikTok generation, they're goofy. It's hard. It's hard. That's a different. I don't get it, but it's it's, it's difficult. Yeah, it's tough. It really is. (laughs) I don't know. I had a 19 year old working for me. Uh, he did not appreciate him, any of my jokes, which was a problem. But well, your jokes are of, pretty lame. My jokes are fantastic. They're 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 gold, all of them. Anyway, it's getting awkward. They're like, ooh, I'll talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, I hope they don't talk about my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, what, one of his jobs was to torque at the wheels of the car. Any car that came in the shop, we torque the wheels on. Before it leaves, even if we don't do anything with the yeah, car 100%. or an oil change, we still torque the wheels because yep. I don't want those wheels coming off. And so you check the torque. On well, he got it in his head that he could just set it to like a hundred foot pounds and then that's <laughs> it. So he'd walk around with his torque wrench at a hundred foot pounds and nobody told him this. He just, he had been to tech school and somehow he got it that this was okay. And so at some point, a uh, he had checked the torque on the wheels of a Ford something, and the torque specs like 148 foot pound or whatever. It was more than the torque wrench that he had. And it, and we asked him, "Hey, did you check the torque on those wheels?" He's like, "Yeah, they're good." Okay, did you ask one of the other techs for the torque wrench? No, I use the one I normally use. Okay, but the torque on that car on that truck is higher than what your torque wrench will yeah. go. Well, I just took him at a hundred. You just took every car at a hundred. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me this now. Hondas. <laughs> yeah, little car like every car. Yeah, what if it's more than a hundred? It's like I don't, I don't know where to check. What do you? We give you a, we give you the phone. It's the torque specs on the phone. We've shown you this. Oh, uh, well, you know what? He didn't. He he fired himself. I like it. Yeah, it's easier. It, it is, is easier. But and, it, then, and then a month later, you realize should have done that. I should have done that sooner. Yeah. yeah. You said yeah. something earlier about how you looked at his year to date cost. Oh yeah. What you had paid him and what what I think we got, and you compare that to things yeah. you could spend that money on instead. Yeah, for sure. Time. Well, yeah. the, good the, thing he doesn't listen to this kind of stuff. Yeah. Kind of the last one that was. <laughs> Not hard to figure it out. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> the the last one that that made their exit from our facility, it had gotten to the point that like you could see the good drive. You could see when they were at it. But then yep. you could also see yep. this day that, well, I'm gonna spend all day doing a headlight reconditioning. Mm-hmm. And like you could say something to them and it didn't change anything. And it was like I'm hardest part of this. I think the hardest part for me is when that's a tie to something that's likely in their personal lives, right? When yeah. it's not about you and it's not about the shop and it's just, you know, we, we had one that a, a full-time tech that left um, the same kind of thing, right? Yeah. It's like, 
you, you just you want it to be what it was. You, you do. Sometimes you can't get it back there. It you just, do, but but here's the problem is that in life, if there is no consequence for action, then we're in trouble. Yep. Right? And and so what I what I figured was as I was helping, but what I was doing was hurting. Sure. Right? Because I, I was not enforcing any type of consequence for bad behavior. Not, so, therefore, I become an enabler. That's, yeah, that's a good way to put it. And so... You're enabling bad behavior. You know, and... and Destructive behavior. Yeah. yeah. And you so, and, and them. Yeah. Well, so, specifically to them, because yeah. you're, you're, like, you're just eating it. Sure. You're just paying them for subpar work or no work. I think for <laughs> us, too, it was causing us to be wishy-washy. And, you know, it would have us flip-flop on stuff where, you know, we yeah. would then become inconsistent in doing yeah, our own personal tasks. And, yeah, yeah. You, you give up on yeah. something just because you're like, all right, we need to figure out another way to make this person successful. Because we're, they're unwilling to do to, this. Yeah, yeah. So right. I have to do... And, you, and that, it out. that takes me back to the Nate thing, God rest his soul. Like, you know, when, when we were going through all that trouble and all that mess was going on, you know, one, I feel like had I stepped in and said, I'm not tolerating this, and he had gone on, I think it may have been a red flag to everybody in his life, something's up, right? And he may have, and and I can't be responsible for what dude does, right? I can't be responsible for his actions. But then in in the same aspect, I think about how much further along I would have been with the shop right now, even, even though he's been gone for years. If I had, because it, it stopped me from implementing process. It stopped me from truly implementing DVIs. It stopped me from truly implementing the 300% rule. It stopped me from doing things because he always had a problem with everything. <laughs> and so I never implemented the things because I was always thinking, well, am I wrong or is he wrong? Sure. You start to second yeah, guess you yourself. Question yeah. your own morals. Yep. Exactly. Question your own spot and then that does no one any good. Well, I mean, think about how many technicians... Shop owner comes back and says, we're going to do this. And how many technicians are like, oh. right? Going back to the torquing the wheels thing. It, yeah. We had a technician who is older than the both of us. Combined. No, not quite. No, not quite. <laughs> but explaining to him that we torque wheels, every car that comes through the shop, the wheels get torqued. And yeah. that was something he didn't do before yeah. our shop. Yeah. Torque sticks. It was the just. Biggest, I hate torque sticks. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Well, sure, you can put them on. They have a spray. I don't to run them on. Put them on. Yeah, put them on with that. It keeps you from over torquing it. But yeah. that is not the last thing to touch that. Lug Absolutely, nut. and and you know, even Eric, who's an extremely experienced technician, we've had conversations. And like when he first started, he, I said, you know, here's what I expect, and he's like, ah, wait, what? you're serious, yeah. <laughs> you know? What? I don't remember what happened with that. Didn't it happen once, and I said something, or you said? I think I, I went to him first, and then I told you to reiterate because then it just because you saw it happen without. Yeah, we're him. all on the same page. It yeah. needs to be that way. Yeah, I know Kyle yeah. told you to do this. This is how it works here. This is yeah. a this is a hill we die on, right? This yeah. is where we buck stops here. Absolutely. So, and and how many times have you seen shops that lose that process? It's a consistency thing, exactly. And now, <laughs> you know, for something like that, though, it's very consequential. Like you make a mistake on that. Use a just a torque stick or whatever wheel comes off. That's dangerous, right? Now we've got an issue. The uh, hey everyone, it's Lucas. I'm sorry to jump in, but I thought it was important to come and say this. 
You know, I'm often asked, why do we always talk about Kim and Brian Walker and shop marketing pros on the show? It's because we genuinely believe in their product. Why do I use them for my own marketing? In fact, they're building me a new website right now. It's not cookie cutter. I kept getting on Facebook and every shop looked the exact same. I didn't want to be that. And it's not just that. It's that they're part of your team. When you hire them to do your marketing, they get to know you. They know what you believe. They know what you say and they know why you do what you do. And they share that with your clients. That's huge. And beyond all of that, probably the most important factor in all of this is they stand behind their work. So don't wait. Go today and get your free marketing analysis from Shop Marketing Pros. They're genuinely our friends and they're genuinely here to help shop owners have a better life. Click on the link in the show notes for your free marketing analysis today. That's right. It's free. doesn't cost you a dime. But sometimes you let go of the inconsequential. Like, I've got a tech that will not check the tickets before he gets started on the work. He sees the part. He puts the part on. Car leaves. Oh, the Did oil you leak. The t- what oil leak? Clips. Is this the tech that didn't read about the clips for the oil leak? Oh, yeah. 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 So he was supposed to put oil cooler lines on. The oil cooler lines had clips on there. Like, check the ticket. Just open the tickets your parts list make sure that's another thing like make sure you have your parts because if we forget to order something you don't want to be in the middle of the job the car has to leave today and nobody noticed that the parts didn't show up right check for your parts make sure they're right like we should do our jobs we should check everything off okay fine but make sure they're right don't come to me with everything disassembled go this person right i will i lose it when that like what it you couldn't tell me when you started, like you knew what it looked like. You couldn't tell me before you said, well, I didn't think it. <laughs> anyway, so he didn't put new clips on. Line pops off, sprays oil absolutely everywhere, everywhere on this truck. And he calls me. He's like, the lines popped off. And like, did you use the new clips? It's on the test drive? I don't think he even pulled it out. Oh. I think he started it. And like, wow, 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 pop, 80 PSI, just, and, and I go, did, did the old clips break? Like, did you, what, what clips? The ones on your part shelf, dear. And he's like, oh, I didn't see him, man. Did you look at the ticket? <laughs> no, I can see if he's opened the ticket. He hadn't even opened sure. the ticket. And so it's stuff like that. Like, okay. So that made a mess. But the, there were 8,000 tickets that didn't get checked before that. Does that make sense? And I'm not babysitting sure. it. So How many other things? Tiny things. Tiny things. You let yeah. go along the process there that then turned into something consequential. But you let it go because it's not, okay, he didn't check it. It's not yeah. that big a deal. But yeah, yeah it is. And it's you stacks. let it go. And, and it, it stacks. stacks. And it yeah. stacks. Compounds. And it stacks. And, and I'm going to tell you something. If you let somebody get to the point that they think they've got one over on you, or they think that that you're not going to do something about it, it becomes a game for them. They'll push just to see. Those, those are those are um, psychopaths. That, that's a really small percentage. Yeah, I agree. What, I agree. I'm, I'm telling you, what it is is that they go, I this is outside my comfort zone. I don't want to do it. So I'm going to see if they're going to make me do it. Just test it. They're yep. going to test yep. because they're like, like kid. I'm New don't puppy. do it. They called me out on it. Don't do it. They wrote me up. Okay. I want to 
I'm going to now stretch myself to make this part of what I do. Or they quit. They fire themselves. Or you, you're forced to fire them. But they'll, they'll test. And I think nine times out of ten, the shop owner acquiesces and goes, well, I guess it's not that big a deal that they don't check the ticket. It's not that big a deal that they don't clock in and out of the jobs. It's not that big a deal. And you start to let go. I had a. Well, then you don't you don't hold them accountable to it. You don't set your expectations, and then the next guy you bring on does the same thing, even though they are better. That's the standard. Yeah, you keep them away from that guy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's a very effective strategy. That is not an effective strategy. Yeah, don't. How's it worked out for you? It is not. No. I mean, look, I I don't know. I've I've had employees in the past. Have you ever had your kids? Like they come in and they decide that they're gonna help you clean up, and they clean so poorly they make a bigger mess. Yeah, it's kind of their way. It's cute to, when they do it though, when the kids do it. <laughs> well, but I, you know what I'm saying though. Like now, all kids of a sudden, they don't have to clean so again. Cute. Do you have kids? Do you guys have kids? Yep. Yeah, two. Nope. You don't have any. Yeah, just thought you. Just the four legged kind. <laughs> yeah, I've got two dogs if that counts. No, nah, they don't. <laughs> they make messes. They David sure David do. hates dogs. They don't help. No, I them. love dogs. What are you talking about? I hate people that call them dogs. No, Who's my fur babies? And huh? Yeah, no. I do. That. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I drives me crazy. Like, do you have any kids? No. Okay, it's not the same. It's not the same. Oh, you need surgery. That's expensive surgery. Go ahead and put them down. That's what you do with a oops. That's what you do. It's so cold in here, dude. That's what you do with a dog. You know, you don't do that with the kid. The kid gets the surgery regardless. At some point, you have to put the dog down. You don't old yeller your kid. You don't. I got to take the dog out back and shoot it. I have to. It's got the rabies or whatever. The mange. I mean, I just need to point out that like. It's so cold in here. My finger, my ring fell off my finger. It's so cold. I'm freezing. I don't know why. You know what it is? <laughs> yeah, it's you hate dogs. You've got a very cold heart. No, I don't hate dogs. What are you talking about? Dude, if if we went back and listened to you talking about that golden retriever, go over there and sniff that that tripod it's right there. It's not that one. It's not that one. It's uh I think it's the one next to you. Well, come over here. It's Look. not my dog though. It's not my dog. It's my father in law's dog. I hate that dog so much. <laughs> Never hated that dog so much. That's stupid. He's stupid. He's 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 a pure bred yellow lab. And you're you're thinking, well, okay, he's a he's a beautiful dog, but he's also inbred. And so you can just imagine like the stupidest dog. He's dumb. <laughs> he's dumpy too. He's like big fat yellow lab head. And he like two one eyeball's going that way, the other one's going the other way. And he's just looking at you. Got and you know, eyes. dude. No, dude, no, these. I have Forrest Whitaker eye. I've got the the lazy eye. No, he's got he's got like the, these tripods. We're we're in Pennsylvania. And David pulls these tripods out and he's like and I'm like, what are you no, doing? No, no, I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm handling the tripod, and I'm like, and he's why like, is the tripod sticky? No, <laughs> no, I did not look. The tripod's sticky, and I'm looking at it. I look at the tripod. It's covered in something sticky, and I go, 
it's dog piss. I'm like, that, and the tripod's sit in my bedroom, like in this corner where my wife doesn't touch my stuff. Like I've got this little corner of the bedroom where she just leaves it alone. She knows that's my pile. I pile clothes and I've got stuff. I like, I got everything. She leaves it alone. She leaves me alone with that. Pile. And I put the tripods there. And at some point that dog found it appropriate to go into my bedroom and piss all over so, that corner so home slice over here gets him some cleaner <laughs> and he starts spraying it down when he sprays it, it down it wets it that and so now it like it, you know, the whole room smells like it so this entire this entire event the dog David's pisses going, all over the house he just finds a corner that doesn't smell like piss and he's like oh mine now and he pees all over it so now we've got like let's find out it's your father-in-law doing it not the dog he can't he can't make it to the to that part of the house. like he can't he shuffles he's got a path interesting it's not him it's he leaves his own messes physically impossible it's physically impossible for him to to make it to that corner and, and whip it out and then piss all over the, it's not going to be a thing the dog however does it for him and so like Proxy pissing. every every uh, maybe <laughs> that might be a thing. Proxy and pissing. everybody's told us that the dog needs to be fixed. That'll that'll slow it down at least because the dog's not. My father-in-law's like, oh, you'll take out his you'll, or you'll crush his playful spirit. What are you talking about? <laughs> the dog humps everything. On top of that, he's pissing on everything. He's ruined my house, destroyed all my carpet. Destroyed the, the furniture, the walls. He, he pisses on the walls. We have streams of my poor wife. She like follows them around and cleans it off. I want to shoot the dog. That's all I want to do. Old I dealer. told George, I said, George, my father, I told George, I said, the day you die, I'm going to shoot this dog and I'm going to bury it out in the backyard. And every morning, I'm going to enjoy watching my dog piss all over your dead dog's bones. It started with him arguing he did not have a cold heart. I hate that dog so much. Just, just saying. He's not I exactly just, making I just, a case. I just want to point out that like, he did say he didn't hate dogs. He did? Right? Just one dog. Just that dog. One. Just that dog. I was just curious. I just wanted to make sure. I've been good to my dogs. I love my dogs. I've been good to sweet time. Look, I... I have this little dog. Her name was Annie. Love my little Annie Fufu. She, this little tiny dog, they, they, th this, uh, this lady that I used to work with, she found this dog like just walking around all like mangy, mangled up, and she had like stuff all in her fur and stuff. And so she decided, I'm going to take care of this dog. So she took her and got her groomed up and got her shots and, and made sure the dog was healthy. And then one day, somebody got in this dog's face. And the dog bit the person in the face. And once the dog bites a human, apparently, like, you kill the dog or some whatever. I, this dog's, like, this big, okay? So the rule's, like, don't get in the dog's face. There's something wrong with the dog. It triggers. I think the dog was half blind, too. It snaps at you and will bite you in the face. So she's, one day we're at work, and she's crying. And she's like, I'm like, what's going on? Like, I'm, we're going to have to put Annie down. I'm like, why do you have to kill Annie? It was a little orphan Annie. That's why they named her Annie. Anyway, <laughs> we're, we're going to have to put her down. And I'm like, why? Well, she bit my brother in the face. I'm like, don't put her down. I'm like, we'll take her. So we took her. And I had her for years. She bit my brother-in-law in the face. He deserved that. It. He deserved it. And I loved her so much more after that. We had this little dog. 
that we kept for years that they were going to put down. I love dogs. I loved my dogs. This dog, however, is awful. It's the worst dog ever. And you can't train. You're like, oh, he's a bad owner. You can't train. He's stupid. He is stupid. He's just, he's untrainable. He's too dumb. Wait, are you talking about your tech or the dog? Tech's given up. He doesn't care anymore. The dog, however, doesn't know better. Does your tech know where the bathroom is? (sighs) Here's what happens sometimes. The tech does not like to lift the toilet seat up, which is not a problem, I guess, for the most part. I don't care. Whatever. I don't poop at work, but (laughs) I don't. Don't. No pooping at work. That's what I tell my techs. No pooping at work. Poop at home. Anyway. He doesn't lift the toilet seat up. And we have a female worker there. And she does not appreciate it when he, like, just whips it out and just, I don't think he even holds. I think he's like, does this thing? <laughs> he's all over the place. Wind, yeah, he's windmilling it. <laughs> and then he's done and he walks out. And then you walk in and you're like, what the hell just happened in here? I clean it most of the time. We we had one that and and I I don't know. I think we never figured out who it was. But <laughs> but somebody like I know that Scott walked into the office one day and I mean he was like the color of that cable right there. He was so upset and he's like whoever the fuck is blowing this toilet up is going to stop. And I'm like like bro, <laughs> y'all got your own bathroom back there for a reason because like it normally smells really bad i put in a, a like a really high volume fan yeah <laughs> to make sure like it'll almost suck your clothes off if you turn it on in the doors open you know yeah. you got to be careful and so um <clears throat> he said no you don't understand and so like i walk back there and somebody has clearly like been standing up pooping and it's like on the toilet seat <laughs> standing up tank. you know i had a one tech he, he called it out and to, he 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 would say hey i gotta go poop and i'm like dude i got a waiter and he's like no, no i'm gonna go hadouken it and he, <laughs> I'm like what it's like i'm just gonna spread the butt cheeks out and blast it out i'll be out in a minute <laughs> was it like that or did the guy have like diarrhea and he sprayed I, I don't I it looked physically like, impossible. It looked like it dripped onto the toilet seat. It looked like one just went Punk, and then fell in the toilet seat or fell in the <laughs> toilet. And like I we don't know. We suspect it was the same one that we had to change our internet um uh settings for. Why because, did you have to change your internet settings? Because I, I come to work one morning and I got an alert. I typically do not look at what people are looking at. It's none of my business. I don't care what you look at on your phone. You're paying for the internet. It's kind of your business. Well, I understand, <laughs> but I like I, I, I trust everybody that works for me. And so, like everybody had been saying, this one particular person was spending a ton of time in the bathroom. They're like, it is nonstop, man. Oh no, I don't. And, like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> not sure we know where this is going. <laughs> and so I, gotcha. I found four gigs. Four gigs. Four gigs in less than thirty days. Because this person hadn't started. It was four gigs in less than 30 days to a particular website. Impressive. And so I, I blocked it. The same it. website? I think so I blocked it. And then it was a different website. And okay, then I blocked that. And it was a around. different website. <laughs> and then it started popping up as Reddit. And I, so everybody came in Reddit? one more. Yeah. So everybody came in one more. And I was like, guys, I've just got a question. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I'm like, I know this is going to be super uncomfortable. 
You had and the conversation? I'm like, I don't, it's, it's none of my business what you look at on your telephone. But the fact that we have enough time in the day to consume approximately one gigabyte of pornographic material. Earmuffs, kids. There's I'm, a, I'm, not going, I'm going to have to not play this episode of my kids. What? That's a They're going to ask me, hey, daddy, what's this? Listen. They're still little. They're still little. I don't want to have to explain this to them. You see, when a mommy and a daddy. <laughs> I could not imagine him I was having the birds a birds and bees were, Somebody was saying like sex over and over and over. They were, they were, it was a political uh, podcast. Well, they had political undertones anyway. And they were talking about. They were talking about chomos and this that situation and like, uh, and my daughter's like, Daddy, what's sex? And I said, Don't worry about it, and then clicked it off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in that conversation with you. And then my then my daughter If she pressed, I would have said it was smooching. My my thirteen year old sending me that video that we watched earlier. It's terrible. Well, to my yeah, maybe at thirteen that's gonna be a thing, but my daughter's not thirteen, so what what did they do when you had that conversation with them? How did that end up? Nobody said a word. This is making me uncomfortable. So we had veer off of it. We had it was complete silence. Technician that was spending so much time in the bathroom. He had a shadow. There was a shadow on the wall. Our freshly painted white walls. There was an outline of that person. How, what? What from what? He's just so dirty. Just oh, not, yeah, he yeah. wasn't making it was like a pig pen. I mean, he wasn't like I mean, like he rolled around in the dirt. He wasn't working that hard. But <laughs> like, yeah, this big guy, kind of close like, to the wall. Oh, and he would press up against yeah, it. Like, yeah, that's a thing. But he didn't move. I mean, oh, it's not like, like there was a streak from his hand, so that's good. Right? Uh, <laughs> his arm wasn't moving. Don't do Which that. hand? <laughs> Which hand? I guess that's a good point. Maybe it was the other. <laughs> that's the free one. <laughs> that's why he didn't even consider it. <laughs> didn't even think of it. I saw the shadow. I was like, okay, yeah. we're good. Listen, I don't, I don't want to think that that's. I've got a, I've got a tech that spends a little too much, <laughs> a lot of time in the bathroom. I don't want to even go down that road. I have a solution. So I worked at a dealership when I was twenty, twenty-one, and it was probably the most vulgar group of human beings I've ever worked with. Sounds like we love them right to death. In. It was probably my most fun right dealership experience and they were always pranking each other like yeah. they'd put uh drill a hole in def bottles mm-hmm. put a tire valve stem in there and then zip tie the uh <laughs> air chuck to it and throw it in a trash can next to someone until it blew up uh, and it would make the most uh, I love that. crazy sound and scare <laughs> the crap out of you anyone that spent too much time in the bathroom that was grounds to be messed with so they would go to taco bell and Burger King or whatever, and get ketchup packets and hot sauce. The they would seat. put them under the toilet <laughs> seats. If you spent too much time in the bathroom, and they would do that, and if you ever got it, you knew, like, all right, I need to stay out of the bathroom. I need to focus. <laughs> the, like the it old was sh- probably an HR nightmare, but it worked. The old Amazing. shop. There you go. The old shop had um, the floor was charred because it had like a different floor in the bathroom, and the floor was charred right at the edge of that. And so we had got to the point, like you could see underneath the bathroom door just a little bit, and we'd like toss firecrackers and stuff yeah. in there, like nobody's business. <laughs> firecrackers? Yeah, that sounds dangerous. Yeah. 
And so, like, finally, I got to the point. My foe foe, yeah, right? yeah. My, my cousin, he just, man, he was always in there. And it was always, like, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. And so, finally, we just got to the point where we were taking cans of brake cleaner. I'm going to tell you what. If you light a can of brake cleaner under the door, there is only so long that mf will stay in that bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. You cover that floor in brake cleaner and you light it, you're going to need to come out and get a fire extinguisher sooner or later. You ain't coming out. I'm just going to be real with you. That's a more reasonable approach to it. If you get the motion lights that turn off yeah. after, there you go. You know, sit oh, that's an idea. We had that in you our first shop. And can't I have it face the toilet. It's got to face away, face the door. Right. So if nobody goes in there for a certain amount of time, the lights go out. There you go. That's a it's pretty mental fun. reminder. Yeah. It worked at our first shop. Really? Yeah. yeah. You've been in there for 20 minutes? Yeah. If you, well, it was like less than that, like five minutes. minutes. Yeah, I'm going to assume he's death scrolling and not doing anything inappropriate in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just assuming he's death scrolling. Does the bathroom have a odor to it? I mean, like. Yeah, no, I know. I know there's sounds coming. Like I know what he's doing in there, but <laughs> we I, talked about getting like a cell phone blocker just for the bathroom. Ah, uh, the cell phone blocking paint. Yeah, the Wi-Fi, the uh, tinfoil hats. Yeah. That what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is it bad that, that it comes to this? What's that? Is it bad that it comes to this? That's usually never the problem, know. though. There's like something else. It's always yeah. a yeah, group problem. We, we, see we learn that. constantly, right? It's like the tech's in the bathroom too much. And what, what do I do? How do I tell? Well, right. Why is the tech? Why is he not? I've been be that the technician. Bay? Why yeah. does he not want to be in his bay doing his work? And there's right. always a problem, right? It's just a, it's a signal. Working through it's a flag. It. <clears throat> yeah. you. I, I, have, I have a situation, though, where that guy does the exact same things at home. Like, he's got an actual medical issue, but he will not go to the doctor. I told him it's a B1 deficiency. That's what he needs. Old Doc David. <laughs> What's that? It's B1. That's what I'm saying. You take some extra B1. I told him, I'm like, hey, you need some extra B1. I'm going to buy you the pills. YouTube's definitely going to block this one now. I know, right? Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Given medical, I think about medical it. No, advice. No, no, no. No medical advice. <laughs> I follow what the WHO says. WHO is the... This is the authority on anything in the CDC and the FDA. All the government agencies. <laughs> like, I like them all. Even the IRS. Love them. <laughs> I'm telling everybody this. They do yeah. know that they created a whole agency, a whole division in the IRS just for pass-through entities. S-Corp, C-Corp, or S-Corp, uh, LLCs, uh, DBAs. They're coming for us. They're coming for you. Yeah. And they said and that we're only going to target multi-million dollar operations. We're not going to go after, you know, this family of four making $200,000 a year. We're not going to go after them. We're going to go after um, the million dollar operations. Except that, turns out, to date, they have audited more low-income people then they have because they don't have the money to fight it. They don't have the money to fight it. The the percentage of and and here's the IRS disputes this because they say that we're sending letters, more letters out to millionaires and telling them that they're being audited than low income. The problem is it never makes it to an agent actually doing the audit. That is a higher percentage of low income, lower income. Uh, earners are getting 
the agent auditing them than millionaires. It's 1.27% chance of having an agent audit you if you're low income versus a millionaire who only sees that 1.1% of the time. That's crazy. Yeah. Not crazy? It is. It is completely crazy. I um, I don't know. I've kind of kind of lost faith in our politicians. I uh, <laughs> watched this video the other day where um, a politician was explaining that AR stands for assault rifle. Oh, you see those all the time. Yahoo's yeah. don't don't know. Well, I mean, it's they just don't understand. They just made a complete fool of themselves. I don't. I don't. I think we have found ourselves in a position where the people that have been elected and are, are put in power are terribly clueless. No, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with completely clueless politicians. It's not, it is not the people that we elect. It's not them. Okay. Who is it's it? not them. It's all the people we didn't elect that are also making the rules. For example, we have lots of agencies mm-hmm. in Washington that are entirely unelected that are then passing rules on Things like, hey, how much junk is coming out of your exhaust pipe? Like, who elected you to make this rule? Oh, no, no. No, I was appointed by, uh, no, no, I wasn't even, I was hired by a guy that was appointed by somebody that you elected uh, 45 years ago. And they created this agency. And then that guy's been in the, uh, you know, the head of this agency and they just, on and on it goes. And we made the rule. Otherwise, they're going to cut our budget. Right. They have to develop a, a job for themselves. And and they have to com- continuously push the standard because if it if all of a sudden everything's clean, they don't have a job anymore. Right? So what are they gonna do? It's like, oh well, those standards are old standards. We need these newer <laughs> that's, standards. That's happening here with the carb compliance. A lot yeah. of the uh Yeah, I've seen do that. you guys run into any of that? Mm-hmm. No. Yes. Yeah, so we live in the free state. Uh, I live uh, in the free very, state of Kansas. Very jealous. Yeah, it's a it's a nightmare. I mean, we have to catalytic converters. It's crazy. So, I mean, rough numbers. A cat that would have cost normally six hundred bucks, right? Retails maybe around a thousand bucks. Big parts vendors are selling them to us now for a thousand, just because it's carb compliant. Yeah, because they know what they have in stock local. You can order the same thing from Magnaflow, whatever, right? Yeah. And you're getting the same part for six hundred bucks, but they're like, oh, we know what we have. You have to have a carb compliant cat and We'll sell it to for a thousand bucks. And now the new fake list number is seventeen hundred. So a consumer sees a huge increase in cost in replacing cats, yeah. which are stolen daily in Denver. Yeah. That's a oh, constant yeah. problem here. But it has to be a carb compliant cat. So to replace it, what do you do? I mean, you can't just weld in a cat. They're worth so, more because they are carb compliant because the higher right, account, so you're compounding, content, yeah. you're compounding the problem. Yep. You know? That makes it real hard too, is to sell a customer that so for example, I have a nineteen ninety-three Jeep Grand Cherokee. And it needs a catalytic converter. And I called our exhaust shop and asked what it would be to have it welded in for me personally. And it was around $3,000. And I was like, a car that's not worth $3,000, you expect me to spend that kind of money putting a catalytic converter in just to make it. So does it make it? Yeah, but does, do, you need, do you guys have like emissions testing? Yeah. Yeah. So if in the certain counties. Yeah, certain counties. Um, so like what they call the high, what, what do they call it? It's a. Traffic, or yeah, whatever. there's there's a certain term for it, but there's certain counties in the Denver metro area, right? Denver, Jefferson County. Are they actually uh, sniffing? Yeah, yeah. And they're um, not just a scanning? lot of the on ramps yep. to the highways. They will have 
Um, yeah, the question and stuff. But yeah. yeah, so when you do your emissions appointment, they go in, you go on a dyno, it gets a tailpipe sniffer. Wow. Uh, if it's within five years or newer, then they'll just do a quick scan and if no check engine light, you're good to go. But yeah, they, they scan it and they, they sniff them. So, which what, what's brings the, up what's the, the cutoff though? How old? We do emissions on I've seen, we, yeah, we've yeah, done in the it 70s. on like they do idle 40s and cj 5s and stuff like that yeah we do idle test on if it's older than i can't remember the cutoff date it's like 79 but your 93 has to be oh absolutely yeah Yeah. 80s i live in an emissions exempt county so it doesn't matter for me but but still he can't go to a he can't go to a shop and have it worked on because if if he brought it into our shop and said hey we need to replace the cat because it's plugged up i can't we cannot replace the cat without putting a carb compliant cat in otherwise we're bypassing emissions so even though his county doesn't and subscribe to that, it doesn't matter. Did you guys vote this nonsense in? I, I didn't. I didn't vote it. That was in. long before I moved yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's crazy. You know, it, it makes you wonder. One of the things I've often thought about is is there a directive in some of this? And and North Carolina is doing away with some of the emissions. Right, they're backing away. Much of the auto repair industry is saying like, hey, we don't want you to take emissions away. Well, because. 1360 safety inspection. And they're almost saying they're going to do away with safety inspections too. So we don't do safety. Right. Which is why you see all those broke down cars on the side of the road. (laughs) It's like Florida. (laughs) We don't have safety inspections in Kansas. You don't see the busted cars or whatever. Most of the sketchy cars come from Missouri, which has safety (laughs) inspections. They do. They have safety inspections. They come over and they're like, when you see a Missouri plate at a Kansas shop, like 99% of the time, like, not all. No, the well, the problem like is sixty percent of the time. The problem is out. enforcement. The problem is enforcement because they they don't want to charge anybody to do the safety inspection, and they don't want to pay the shops to do the safety inspection. Thirteen dollars and sixty cents, and like ninety cents of that is the state's, and so you're basically getting twelve dollars to inspect a car, and so just to pull it into the shop. It's a marketing but, thing, though. Well, I understand that. But I guess my point in saying that is is that they're talking about doing away with that in the state of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily have grounds for what I'm about to say, but it does make you wonder if if the right people were in place, could they recommend um, emissions rules and laws and things that forced a consumer to buy a new vehicle? Is that possible? What do you think they're doing? I don't think it's that far-fetched. I think... Maybe, Maybe I'm wrong, but I think they're kind of pushing that with electric vehicles. Yeah. I mean, they're 100% doing that yeah. with electric vehicles. There's a, a local shop. Um, I don't know. They're north of Boulder, I believe. But they actually got fined by the EPA because they were selling, they were tuning Hondas. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were selling like the Honda ECUs. And mm-hmm. they almost had to shut their doors because they got Dang. so heavily fined by the EPA for modifying vehicles. To, yeah. in a way that would cause them to fail emissions. And it's, I don't think anyone's off limits, even if you're I don't even think it's failing. Is, That's the thing yeah. is like, it can still pass, it can sniff clean, but if you modify the yeah. emissions equipment, the letter, of that, the letter of that law is so yeah. thin. Yeah, There's no gray That's area. my point though. Right, it, and so my point is if it, if it still passes and it still blows clean, why is it a problem? It's like the difference between one beer per hour and five. I mean, yeah. You can have one if you still blow under point oh eight, whatever your state is, right? Yeah, but that's not the same, right? It's it's and the person that made that rule was not elected, right? Yep, that's the problem. You can you can get mad at the politicians all you want; they're just dummies. <laughs> they're dummies. 
Because yeah. if they were, they knew how to do absolutely anything productive, they wouldn't be politicians. You know whose fault this is? Well, this is Scott Balava's fault. <laughs> he's a politician and he's caused this. He is a politician. A bad one. But My point still- stands. All I'm saying is. <laughs> just called him a dummy. He's going to kill us. It's funnier <laughs> if you don't say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he, he brought the coof on us. Now we all have the coof. What now? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm a pure blood. <laughs> There's Seth Thorson. Might as well come on in. <laughs> we're wrapping up here. Yeah, we're wrapping up. Anyway, I am a pure blood and therefore don't have to worry about it. That's how it works. <laughs> and there went our YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Shut down. You guys are at risk. You're high risk. <laughs> they're not. They're, they're not going to demonetize us. You know why? We don't make any money. Ah, can't that, take away what you don't have. Yeah. <laughs> what are they gonna, don't have to worry own. about the IRS either. <laughs> unfortunately, so, unfortunately, has such a backlog at this point. Yeah, he does I've got a backlog. One day they're going to show up at my door. And, you know, that's, that's the only thing I will say is uh, I wish Lucas and Dutch Silver, <laughs> Silverstein wild success. Because one day I am going to have to call them and go, hey, so the IRS is here. <laughs> I need a check. I've got the David fund going. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's steadily growing. I don't think it's growing to the rate at which it's going to require to get you <laughs> out, of, out of an orange jumpsuit. I just got three letters. I just got three letters. Did you ever wear the orange jumpsuit? No. Would you wear it to AST? I don't know where it is. <laughs> Probably I would wear it. I don't because know. Because you know we're supposed to dress up for the go-kart race. Yeah, I heard about that. I'm not going to participate in that nonsense. You're not going to wear your jumpsuit to the... No. No. I just got three letters. What I don't even know say? what they say. I don't know what they said. They were long and wordy. They weren't a bill. I'm sure it was a demand for something. <laughs> and a list of like... Name, address, social security number, all the stuff they wanted from me. I don't know. You know what it was? Target was that, letter. Was that freaking ERC thing? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try that and see what happens. Shouldn't have even messed with it. <laughs> Shouldn't have messed with it. See? See what I try to try to get some of that tax money back? Yeah. Don't try to get that nonsense. Just We're good. leave it alone. Yeah. Let it, let it lie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Sure. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Changing the Industry podcast. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to set it to automatically download the latest episode. Our efforts with this podcast, the YouTube channel, and the Facebook group wouldn't be possible without the support of our awesome sponsors. So please take a moment, check them out by clicking on the links in the show notes.